Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, Andy Cohen and Jeff Lewis have some gay drama. Plus, we're talking about threesomes on Real Housewives of Orange County. It's Bravo, bitch. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, welcome. It's Wednesday, my favorite day of the week. Bravo Wednesday. It's Bravo Bitch with Hollywood Lee, and that's me. It's my show tonight. It's just family. Nope, no one else. Yeah. <laughs> By family, I mean just you and me tonight. It's nobody else in the building. We're not waiting for any guests, no publicists in the corner. Nothing but Bravo Shade. Just you and me. Welcome to It's Bravo, Bitch. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about Real Housewives of Orange County. Jeff Lewis and Andy Cohen have a huge gay drama, Bravo, big blowout fight. Not really a fight. It was more like an adult conversation. But it was filled with gay shade and gay drama. We have a lot to talk about. As always, I like to start off by doing a little thirst trap photo. Real Housewives of Orange County star Emily Simpson was in New York doing some press this last weekend and decided to show off the body a little bit on Instagram. We have the photo for you guys. This is Emily clearly in a hotel room in New York City showing off her body. I like this. I think it was designed by Lizzie because she tagged Lizzie in this outfit. I'm pretty sure Lizzie styled it. I don't think she made it, because I'm not sure Lizzie's making clothes, but she is styling. And uh, this is it. We have another back shot of Emily. A more risque one. She is showing off the behind. I like it! You know why I like it? Because... People have always given Emily a lot of flack about her body, you know, and that it's not perfect and that it's bigger than the average housewives. Like, you guys are smoking crack. This lady is beautiful. And that body is nice. Look at that booty. Good for her. Go, Shane. I hope you're taking advantage of that. And props to Emily for showing off that body. I guess she's going to be on Watch What Happens Live next week. So she was doing the press rounds, going a weekly and... uh people and doing the whole rounds that Gina was doing last week that we're seeing now play out on bravotv.com. Gina has been looking a hot mess. There's pictures all over Twitter. She's being endorsed by the extensions hair company because she's doing these clipping extensions on Instagram. Girl, this is a hot mess. She has been looking a hot mess. She debuted a third confessional look on the episode. Not cute. It's just not working out. She's beginning to be like the Britney Spears of Real Housewives of Orange County, meaning her hair is always bad. She looks like she hasn't showered and she's always barefoot. I I really do not get it. Someone needs to help Gina out. We need to get Gina some help, like some professional styling or something, because it's not working out. 
I'm trying to get my internet to work for you guys so I can say hi to you guys in the live chat. Trying to get my computer to go up. But for now, I want to give out some gold stars. You know how I am. I like to start off the program by giving out some gold stars. You know, it's not enough to make the show, but it's enough to talk about it. Throw some shade. You guys, Sarah Paulson, who is like the star of American Horror Story, the franchise for Amer- for Ryan Murphy. Sarah Paulson is also that lady in Bird uh, Bird Box, the one that gets into the accident with Sarah Bullock in the car, and then she looks all crazy, the one behind the wheel. Yes, Sarah Paulson. She's a huge actress. She's an amazing actress. She actually had an interview with Vanity Fair where she was asked about Lisa Vanderpump and Bethany and they said, are you going to miss Lisa Vanderpump? And she said, you know what? I don't want to answer the question. You know why? Because I don't want Lisa Vanderpump coming after me on Twitter. Which shocked everyone and they were like, what? What are you talking about? Sarah Paulson, give us the tea. She was like, yeah, I don't want her to come after me on Twitter. I say... I'm not going to really miss what she's bringing to the show, but I will miss like what she like some sass that she brought to the show because apparently she was rude to her. Sarah Paulson met Lisa Vanderpump at a party, supposedly, and Lisa Vanderpump was very dismissive of her and was rude to her. This is just what I'm saying, Sarah Paulson. Like, how? Like, I don't understand how you can be mean to Sarah Paulson. She's a huge movie actress and she looks like a very nice person. I don't know. All I'm saying is, I met Lisa Vanderpump once outside of her store with my dog and she was very nice. She was very nice to me. She pet my dog. She gave it a little kiss and she took a picture with me. She was very, very sweet to me. Hi, Cindy Gibson. I see you in the live chat. Yes, my computer's working. Yay! I see you guys are watching, so make sure to say hi to me. Yes, Lisa Vanderpump was really nice to me, so I don't understand what the problem is. But Sarah Paulson said she was rude to me, which was crazy. You know, Lisa's always going to clap back. Eileen said something to her, so she had to clap back. So Eileen clapped back and was like, you know what? I wasn't fired, and if I was, who cares? Like, everyone, go live your life. I'm not trying to get into this with LVP. LVP will always clap back. So, of course, someone tagged her in a post on Twitter saying, look what she said to you. And then so someone responded, I don't even know who she is. Like, who is she? To which Lisa Vanderpump replied, I don't know, LOL. So... I don't know who she is, says Lisa Vanderpump, and I don't recall meeting her, and I try to be nice to everyone that I meet, so I don't know. I don't recall meeting her. So that was the clapback. I don't know. This is very interesting. A lot of celebrities, movie people, actresses, everybody watches Bravo shows, whether it's someone that watches Below Deck or someone that watches The Real Housewives. Everyone is in this Bravo world, which I love. Yeah, and someone is saying, oh, I saw Sarah in the OJ movie playing Marsha Clark last year. Yes, yes, yes. And LVP, she can be thuggish. (laughs) She's just, you know, used to being the queen, and now she's not on Beverly Hills, so she's no longer the queen. But the fans are still hardcore, and they will come after you. I heard they were coming after Sarah Paulson. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Let's move on to the queen of New York City, which is Bethany. She released a video on her skinny girl Instagram uh, promoting her new shapewear. She's like, this is the shapewear. Um, this is, like, what it is. It's, like, some white T-shirt and some black leggings. It's very basic athletic leisure apparel. 
And in the video, Bryn is in the video. And you know, Bryn, um, Bryn is never, Bryn Frankel is never like on social media. They never post her face. So, uh, Bethany was like, if you're going to get, not get out of my shot, at least get behind me because, you know, I don't show your face on social media. So as Bethany was filming this segment for her shapewear on her skinny brand, skinny girl brand Instagram, Bryn was grabbing her boobs. Very childish, obviously, because she's a child. She's nine years old. So, of course, Bryn was squeezing her boobs. I hope someone makes a gif, a gif of this. Yes. She's doing the most. <laughs> so, Bryn was squeezing her boobs, and Bethany continued talking about her shapewear like it was an infomercial, and she was live. Like, she couldn't say, all right, stop, and can you get off me? I'm trying to work here. But instead, she was like, this is my shapewear, and it comes with a nine-year-old who will squeeze your breasts. Obviously making light of the situation because it is a light situation. It's nothing, you guys. But I'm talking about it because, of course, everybody on Twitter is going crazy. Even Reality Tea and Burb, one of them, it's all about the tea cup. I don't know. They're releasing articles saying shocking video of Bethany getting groped by her nine-year-old. Like, you guys, come on. Obviously, it's not something that I mean, I'm talking about it because I looked at it and I thought it was very unorthodox. I'm like, what is this? But it's not like that big of a deal. But obviously it is. I posted it on my Facebook page. If you want to look at it, it's at actor Leon or the Hollywood Leon page on Facebook and you will see it. It's never anything crazy, but, you know, People aren't going to let anything slide. LVP doesn't let anything slide, and neither does, neither do the fans of Bravo. Everyone has an opinion. That's my opinion, Tamara. <laughs> I see you guys in the live chat. Serena Castillo, Serena Castillo says, uh, "I can see LVP saying you are not important enough to hate." Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, Castillo, shout out to the Castillo. Uh, Jeff is a doll. Oh, well, Jeff, Jeff is a doll. We'll be talking about Jeff in quite a little bit. Um, you know, it's very interesting because I live here in LA. We, I have a lot of friends in the Bravo world on Bravo shows, you know. Um, so it's, it's a very small town. So eventually everyone does get to know each other and everyone's, everyone's figuring out that I have this podcast. And so people are starting to notice. What they say around me and what they don't. I ran into Tom Sandoval recently at an audition, which is very interesting. And I was like, oh, I host a podcast called It's Bravo Bitch at After Buzz. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've heard about it. And I'm like, oh, you have. We have a picture for you guys. Me and Tom, this is like crazy on a personal note, auditioning for roles. Uh, and I'm going up against Tom Sandoval. <laughs> like, I don't consider him like crazy competition. I actually think it like I have more of a chance of getting the role than he does because he's already on a show. So I don't think I mean, they're obviously considering him if they're bringing him in. But I don't know. Like, is he booking stuff as an actor? I don't think so. Like, I think their main bread is Vanderpump rules and that's where it should be. And that's where they should stay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him coming into my lane. <laughs> I did run into him in an, at an audition. He was very nice. 
This is Tom. And uh, let me just say, I did talk to him about the Lala thing. I was like, what do you think about Lala? And he was like, oh, my God. Of course, she can't help it. So, of course, it just reignited this thing with 50 Cent. And uh, we talked about her big old lady hair. I was like, she looks 50 years old. And he was like, yeah, she really needs to stop. And he said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, she really needs to stop like poking her face as well. So I, I assume he's referring to Botox and fillers. It's just I said what I said. It's just the tea. I'm just saying, like, you know what? <clears throat> I was looking at a picture of Aubrey O'Day on the internet. And if you Google Aubrey O'Day, like during the years of MTV making a band, and you see what she looks like now, she is unrecognizable. She does not look like herself. Like, you guys, we really need to be careful with the poking of the faces, the Botox and the fillers. You guys don't look like yourselves anymore. You're starting to look like an alien. It's too much. I'm not saying that's what Lala looks like, but she's definitely on that journey to, like, poking your face forever. You know, the only one that I feel like doesn't overdo it is Sheena. I feel like she only does Botox. I'm sure she's had fillers before, but in my opinion, it looks like she does just she just does a ton of Botox. She loves the frozen look, but she's doesn't she doesn't look like she's augmenting anything else on her face. Lala looks like she's actually put fillers in her lips and her cheeks. Like that picture of her with Randall and the comb over, like, you know, where she like flipped her hair over. She looks really Botoxy and fillery. So I'm just saying it's coming from a place of love. We all need to do better when it comes to like the materialistic stuff. When it comes to poking our face, like we just need to be careful with that. You guys preventative stuff. I'm all about a little nip here and there. That's fine. You know, we're going to talk a lot about Vanderpump Rules in the upcoming months because it's going to be coming on. Shaw's coming back. I asked Tom, are you guys still filming right now? And he said, no, we're just doing pickups and we're doing um, little reshoots, which says to me that this is like a real production, which tells me that everything is just a little bit more... <sighs> mechanical these days you know Vanderpump Rules started out as the dark horse in reality television this was unlike any other show that ever been on I had talked to producers and people that had ran the show the first season and I said is this real and they were like you know what it is real and it's crazy like they're all doing each other they're all drunk and they all like party and they've all been with each other we can't make this stuff up like it's totally perfect but now that they've grown up a little bit they're all paired off the drama is a little bit less intense like we have to have people like james come in there and cause a tornado for us to get kind of drama because nobody wants to see katie demean her husband we've seen that storyline forever he hates her i mean look at this photo i have a photo of you guys of the fashion of vanderpump rules because they're filming their title sequences right now lisa vanderpump confirmed this on twitter today she said my cast is here and we're shooting new title sequences and they look gorgeous and i'm over here just trying just just trying to be me. Basically saying, like, everyone looks young and gorgeous, and I'm just trying to keep up. Lisa, you are gorgeous for your age, but yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? When you're standing next to a 25-year-old Raquel, of course everyone's going to look bigger and 
yeah, older because Raquel is a toothpick and she's beautiful. But yes, Raquel is in it, you guys. Raquel is in Vanderpump Rules. She squeezed her little skinny butt in there and she is in it. She's even filming the title sequences with you guys. Thank you to Bravo Historian for that collage. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, I am pulling up some photos every now and then. So make sure to log on to the YouTube channel and subscribe so you can see what I'm doing over here. But if you're just listening to me, I appreciate you. I hope you're having a fantastic drive to work or you're just hanging out in your apartment drinking some wine. It's Bravo, bitch. I love the shade and I love to spill it for you guys. So thank you so much for supporting. I ask everybody that's watching and listening and supporting my show, I want to say thank you so much. Go ahead and leave a five-star review in the podcast, the Apple little purple icon um, because I'm trying to get those ratings up so it's more um, searchable and it comes up a lot faster. I'm trying to compete with those bigger Bravo podcast because honestly there's room for everyone for everyone to have a hot Bravo podcast but honestly the difference is I've listened to some of the other ones they're not as good as this one like this one is good I throw all the shade the real shade I keep it real even when you guys don't want to hear it I'll give it to you guys great. And I, I might piss you guys off a little bit later with the Vicky talk because I have a lot to talk about when it comes to Real Housewives of Orange County. They've been insane. But for now, let's get into the main topic. Jeff Lewis and Andy Cohen have a very adult, gay drama-filled conversation on Sirius XM. Absolutely insane. Can I get a soundbite for that? Can I get a nini? I said what I said. Please. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, let's talk about this. Andy Cohen was on Jeff Lewis's show, and obviously Jeff Lewis has five days a week now on SiriusXM, so he's always talking about something. I just talked about him a couple weeks ago. He got in trouble for talking about his daughter's school. He named some mom out on his show. I did have a subscription, so I was listening all the time, but now I'm not listening that much. I just get little clips here and there, or someone will send me a little clip of something juicy. But Andy Cohen was just recently on. I want to thank Randomly Ronnie for uh, putting this on my radar. But basically, Andy Cohen was on there. And Jeff Lewis was like, look, I just want to say you need to stop joking about you trying to hook up with Gage. Because now that we're broken up, it's not really funny. It was like kind of funny before. But now that we're not together and it was a really bad breakup... I don't want you mentioning it. He was like, I haven't mentioned it ever since you guys broke up. Like, I made a conscious effort to not joke about it now that you guys are not together. And Andy and uh, Jeff Lewis was like, I don't think so, because you just brought it up the other day when we filmed here in L.A. You had like a little special here down here in Los Angeles and, uh, and all the housewives were there. And you made a little joke about it there and it hurt my feelings because we're not together anymore. So Andy Cohen was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know, I, I, I really didn't mean to be shady because if I really wanted to be shady, like I could go in his DMs. And I was just like, ooh, that's when the gloves are off. Like Andy is shady and Andy is a little. I, <laughs> I call him a star fucker because I feel like he is just all about he's I don't know. I've read his book like. He's a horny guy. I feel like he uses his power to his advantage consensually, obviously. I feel like he has a good time, but 
I don't know. Andy's messy. And I feel like he kind of threw that out to Jeff. Like, I could have him if I want. And I feel like Gage is thirsty enough to go out with Andy and to piss Jeff off. You know what I mean? So Andy was like, oh, look. Hell to the knob. <laughs> Andy was like, look, I didn't even go in his DMs. Okay? So I really am just being a good friend because I, I didn't do anything like that. So, um... Jeff was like, all right, that's fine. You know, I just, uh, I know you're messy like me and I know you throw it out there like me. So I wanted to just, you know, be straight with you. And Andy was like, that's fantastic. Well, now that we're airing out our grievances, I have one against you. And everybody was like, oh, here we go. Andy was like, you never acknowledged my child. And Jeff was like, oh, no, hold on a second. I sent you a gift. And Andy was like, no, 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 no. If you look at our, at our text history, that's the only thing you said was like, oh, I have a gift for you. And I specifically said, said no gifts and you were like yeah you did say no gifts and he's like that's not what i was looking for you i was looking for support for acknowledgement i'm a single dad like and he's like yeah you are a single dad and like he's like i just thought that you would have been there for me you would have had some words for of encouragement or something like you would have given me something instead he tried to like give me a gift which a gift is always nice especially from rich friends okay but andy's rich enough and he has enough rich friends so he was probably like i don't need anything else like stop buying my son stuff like I know fans that sent Andy blankets and everything so it's the first child you know the first child is special everyone goes crazy for the first child so um, obviously everyone gets sensitive over the first child obviously because Andy was like you did not acknowledge my child and that was not right so gay drama gay dr- I'm telling you this gay drama what's next what is next do you think Gage would go out with Andy to piss Jeff off let me know in the comments because uh, I don't know Gage is with the quote unquote homewrecker now and everything seems to be coming to a certain understanding I feel like the school fight really revved everything up again and they had just came to a good place but we'll see what's happening it's never a dull moment in Jeff Lewis's life you know I kind of miss flipping out I feel like we should have something with Jeff if he's, if he's going to be involved in Sirius XM and talking about Bravo 24-7 we should be able to see him at least for a little bit so give us something the same rules apply to me <laughs> you hear my podcast you see my podcast and you want to see me on Bravo so tweet Andy I want to be the bartender damn it uh, Serena says uh, damn Andy really went there yeah Andy did go there uh, Jeff feelings you're kidding says Jay. Uh, says Jay yeah I'm telling you, this gay drama, I love it. I love it. And speaking of gay drama, well, we had a little bit of some um, lesbian drama on Below Deck. And by, by lesbian, I mean Aunt Captain Sandy. <laughs> we even had a drag queen impersonator on Watch What Happens Live. And she's like, where's Hannah? I'm not happy with this table setting. Um, it was really crazy. If you're watching Below Deck, um, we, we, just, we just wrapped the season. And I don't know, Hannah really did not do that great of a job this season. I feel like she did try to step it up. You know what I mean? In RuPaul's Drag Race talk, she stepped her pussy up, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Sorry for the vulgarity, but if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, the queens say that to each other, like, you need to step it up. You need to step your pussy up. It's just called, it's just, the meaning behind it is like, step your game up, because that's what you need to do at every level. Like, Real Housewives of Orange County, Gina's reviewing, or revealing her third confessional look, and we're just getting lower and lower. We should be getting higher. The, The looks should be getting more elevated every season should be getting better but instead i don't know what happened to that fresh long island girl like it is just not cute it's not great but on below deck 
Sandy seems to have a really soft spot for Joao. She, he, she has mentored him. She basically got him a captain's job at the end of the episode. I don't understand it. Like, why can't you do that with Hannah? I understand that Hannah wasn't the best. She's a seasoned person. She's kind of like over it. She's done it in her 20s. She's done it in her 30s. And now that she's almost getting to the end of her 30s, she's like, look, I'm kind of over yachting. I still do it. I'm still good at it. But at the same time, I care enough to still want to impress you. And it's not good enough for you, which I get because it still wasn't that great. When you look at the table settings from Below Deck Regular with Kate Chastain or even look at other table decorations that you've looked at throughout the seasons. There has been some really beautiful ones. And this season, it just, the level was not there. I feel like Below Deck actually struggled this season. It wasn't that good. It's always about the food. And the food wasn't that great because we had Anastasia. Like, we just got Ben back and we wrapped the season up. So what did we have to showcase? Great service? We didn't see it. So all we saw was basically... Hannah half-assing the entire season. Sorry, I love her and everything, but I don't know. It just wasn't that great of a season. So I get that Sandy came down on her, but I really wish she would have mentored Hannah and steered her the right way because every time she came down on her, the job got done in the way that she wanted it. So she would have just mentored Hannah the way she did Joao. I feel like maybe we could have had a better season. I know it sucks to babysit people, but if you're not going to fire her, at least whip her up into shape a lot more because it just was not that great of a season. It was not, I can't wait for Below Deck Thailand. We did see the trailer for it. It is out. It looks like Kate quits. Captain Lee gets mad at her. I don't know, but you know who's not feeling Hannah is Kate from Below Deck because she tweeted, I have some tweets for you guys. Let's pull them up. Um, so Kate was like, look, my mom used to make us play the same high-low game at dinner. And I thought, <laughs> uh, she used, we used to play the high-low game at dinner and growing up, and I'm just saying, you're supposed to start with the low, so you end with the high note, and my mom also has amazing table settings. So obviously a passive-aggressive tweet, basically uh, calling out everyone for talking about the good stuff first and then ending with the negative. Like, you're, you're supposed to start out with the negative and end with the high. So somebody was like, dude, Kate, what is up with you? Let's look at the next tweet. So they tweeted her, what is your problem and all the shade with Hannah? I thought you two were friends you are great at what you do but absolutely no need for this passive aggressive nasty tweets to which kate replied uh really girl unfortunately i don't consider people who talk poorly behind my back to be a friend so basically kate just put it out there that her and hannah are not friends they're not getting along Hannah talked about Kate behind her back and it got to Kate and now they are not feeling each other because Kate is like, your table settings suck, girl, and you did not do good this season. So I can't wait. You know, Kate shouldn't really throw those stones out because we are about to go into a season where it looks like she is not going to have the most smooth sailing. It looks like she gets into a fight with a lot of the crew members and with Captain Lee and he's not easy to go up against and it looks like she walks out. She is seen on the clip saying i quit don't follow me and captain lee shuts the doors ladies and gentlemen oh my god oh god yeah and you know what you guys are right in the live chat hannah didn't want to come down on anyone she wanted to be buddy buddy with everybody and i don't understand why it wasn't like 
the the freaking Golden Girls, like the best cast of all time, like they needed to just mesh. Like Aisha was kind of annoying. Like her voice kind of annoyed me. The storyline was good and like her chill factor was great and like what she went through was nice to like expose and to talk about on not nice, but it was a good to talk about those sort of issues on the air because other people can relate to them and they can feel help and not alone by those kind of issues. When you see someone on TV that has been through the same trauma that you have, you kind of relate to it. That's why Leanne Locken is like, I've been through everything. I was molested and raped and and I've tried to commit suicide. And yeah, granted, she just doesn't bring it up at the right time. (laughs) I said what I said. But she is like, I'm going to talk about my issues and no one is going to diminish my light. I'm going to talk about it there's just a time and place for everything real housewives of dallas has been insane lately i haven't been covering it much because while i'm doing this show it's actually premiering on tv so it's hard to talk about it because it always seems like a day late because you guys are probably going to watch real housewives of dallas right after watching me or you're watching dallas right now and then you're going to come watch me so it always it's going to feel like a day late, but I love that Cameron threw the napkin in Brandy's face. I love that Brandy said, go suck a dick. I mean, gangster trash. I love it. Real Housewives of Dallas never fails. I love that Carrie and Leanne worked it out. She was like, look, I don't need anybody else. Like, my journey with Leanne is right here, and we're going to fix it. Uh, D'Andrea was so damn drunk. Uh, goals, I want to be that drunk in, event- <laughs> in a couple weeks. I'm going to a wedding, and I hope to be as drunk as D'Andrea. <laughs> Uh, Sandy should have fired Anastasia and kept June June Hannah. Yeah. June June Hannah was the best thing we got out of this season for Below Deck. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh my God, you guys. Even though she's a mess, Gina has a new man. She did reveal it on Instagram. I do have a photo for you guys. Gina has a new man. I thought he was like a gay friend and they were just laughing, having coffee together. But then it came out that she's actually dating him. So whether she's a mess and her hair is never perfect and her extensions are showing and you can always see her tracks and her nails are chipped and her iPhone screen is cracked. Gina got a man, so good for her. We're giving like a little small mazel to her, even though um, she really needs to work on her fashion, her styling, and her dance moves. If you look at if you look at the Watch What Happens Live uh, Instagram account, she's dancing to Taylor Swift at, in front of the little uh, step and repeat at Watch What Happens Live, which is becoming like a thing. They made Ramona do it. They made Vicky do it. Like they made Kelly do it. They're making everyone dance. Um, I think this started by Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna has started. Everyone they want all the Bravo celebrities to dance, which is fine. Um, I'm not opposed to dancing, I and mean, dancing makes everybody happy. But you got to be like. A good dancer shows some rhythm. <laughs> Gina, Gina's a horrible dancer. And Gina is a mess, you guys. Real Housewives of Orange County was insane. Let's just get into this real quick. Bronwyn, I love you to death. I think you're actually pretty fresh. And let me just say, as someone that has been in a relationship for a long time, spicing it up every once in a while, I'm not mad at you for it. It's just the wrong audience, girl. These people are not the right audience to talk about this with. Because when you talk about open sexuality and open marriages, and when it comes to people that are that open-minded, it really isn't about labels. It really isn't about systematic stuff like what it, the, what is actually happening. Like, oh, you're sharing your husband. Like, no, you know what? We're all at the buffet and we're all eating, okay? We're all having a good time. So stop trying to act like just because he's having lobster um, doesn't mean that I'm not going to have lobster afterwards either, or I 
can't eat lobster at the same time. Like, I'm going to use food analogies so you guys get what I'm saying. Like, I understand where Bronwyn was coming from. She says her and her husband have been together since they were teenagers. And if she wants to bring a girl home once in a while to, like, spice it up for her husband in some random hotel room, that makes it work. You guys, take some freaking notes. Maybe that's why you guys are freaking getting divorced, Gina. And that's why, you know, I don't know. Emily and Shane don't look like they have the best sex life. So I just felt like everyone was so freaking judgy. I'm tired of seeing Tamara naked. So I'm not even talking about her. She's just freaking naked. Like, girl, we're not asking you to see your boobs every season. Production, I'm sure it's tired of seeing your nipples. Oh, my God. Speaking of nipples. <gasps> you guys, I could not get over Kelly milking Bronwyn at the table and like her lactating at the table. You guys! Oh my God. Yes, queen! (laughs) It was so good. Kelly calling Vicky out and just giving it to her. You guys, like, Vicky is out of control. When is she gonna stop? She lied about cancer. She then she made up some fake charity that she was gonna give back to cancer. Where did that? Where did that? Where did that go? Did that ever go anywhere? No. Uh, Eddie's gay. Shannon gets beaten by David. All of these things might have had like an ounce of truth, but they were all brought out by her. They were all schemed by her. And you guys, Phaedra got fired for talking about something really, really bad. But I'm just saying, like, no one, like, everyone is not being held to the same standard. Vicky has done some really, really nasty low things. And she just got demoted. She didn't even get fired. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. The last couple episodes, Vicky has been ridiculous. She's like, oh, yeah, she's not allowed at her daughter's school. And then she's like, oh, I don't know who said that. Let's just go with it. Like, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? And then later at the house, she was totally trying to act like, I don't do that. Like, I don't talk about people. I don't repeat things. Like, what Emily did, she repeated a rumor, now getting me in trouble with Kelly again. I'm like, are you serious? You need to stop making up things about people's families. And Kelly isn't wording it the right way. Like, she basically says, like, I can't look at you. You don't know what you've done to me. Like, yeah, those words worked with, with Vicky. So you struck a chord with her and it made her get up. But what you, you really should have said is, I'm going to show you the DMs that people send my kid because you freaking call me a cokehead and you say that people run trains on me. Like, the rumors are out of control that Vicky just brings up and Tamra and her and Tamra just I'm so over Tamra. Both of them need to go. Uh, Serena Castillo says maybe Bronwyn was allergic to lobster. That's why she said she can only watch. <laughs> no, what I meant was like if like if you're sitting there in the hot tub and you're trying to be open about like your relationship that, you know, once in a while, like you guys like to get a little bit down and open and stuff. And then someone says, oh, so you let your husband have sex with another person. Well, now that that you put it like that how am I going to say yes when you word it like that it's going to sound absolutely horrible if I say yes but if you say you know what I hired a beautiful woman to come in that me and him can both share and have a good time with for his 40th freaking birthday like if you bring it up in a, I don't know it's all about word delivery it's all about the way you word it and about who's receiving this information this was not the crowd you guys you got to read the room and she didn't read the room Gina was uncomfortable that Tamara's boobs were out. Emily doesn't look like she has the most exciting sex life. So this was just the wrong crowd. And why would you bring, want to bring Tamara in? Yeah, she is good looking, but she's a freaking psycho. So I would not want to br- get your ass out of my bed, Tamara. Freaking psycho. I don't oh, think so. 
It took them years to give uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta a decent vacation. Greece, finally, yes, they're in Greece. The trailer is amazing. Kenya is bringing it, and we're seeing the basically the the disillusionment of her marriage like it's disintegrating before our eyes and um, I don't know Mike Hill was here to say that he filmed with um, Mark the night before the show ended and everything was fine and then the next day like they announced that they were separating I don't know all of this is really really crazy for some reason I, I love Kenya but I can never get fully behind the story because I don't think it's fully 100% authentic there's always some Something fishy when it comes to her storylines. And I guess we're going to see it this season, you guys. Um, let's have some news and gossip for you guys before we wrap up. After Buzz TV News. Andy Cohen gets a three-year contract extension at SiriusXM. Andy Cohen ain't going nowhere. Bravo TV ain't going nowhere. The shade is not going anywhere. So I feel like because... Andy's here to stay. So is everybody else. So you can consider all those other Bravo, Sirius, XM shows to continue going on strong because Daddy Andy is continuing to pass the torch and continuing to grow strong. This brand is growing stronger, getting bigger. We're doing Bravo cons now. It's really, really insane. The this franchises are getting bigger and better. I'm really loving it. So Mazel Andy Cohen for getting that three-year extension. I don't know. Maybe him and Jeff can have a little spinoff where they have a gay showdown about all these gay problems that they, <laughs> that they have all the time. You know, I want to hear more about Andy really wanting Gage. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot there because I feel like Andy really did feel Gage out. I feel like he really does like Gage, so I don't know. This this could be really messy. Um, Give Me Shelter just joined in. He says, don't care about Bronwyn's sex life. I'm just annoyed that she's trying to impress the cool girls. There are no cool girls. These This is the lamest Tres Amigas. I don't know why Gina's trying so hard to impress and to be part of this clique. I don't like what she did to Emily to try to get in with this group. This group has never had any loyalty to you. They're not that cool. They're a bunch of old ladies. Like, you need to kick it with Emily. At least she's cooler. And we see Alexis, Jesus Jugs next episode. I'm telling you, it's going to get good. Leanne, what do you think about Michael from groping? Oh, my God. Ah, Real Housewives of Potomac was insane. The husbands came. They came with the receipts. Chris looked like the guy from uh, Dos Equis. If you look, if you Google Dos Equis, like, what was it with that red scarf? And then, you know, Karen's husband was like, I saw you grab Andy's butt. Andy's like, hold on, now I'm in this mess? I don't remember him grabbing my butt, but I didn't mind it. So I don't know if it's an Australian thing. I know that Michael Darby likes grabbing butts. He needs to just admit it. You know, just say, like the song says, I like butts, and I cannot lie. Big small, white, black, brown. I like all butts and I like to grab them, especially if they work in TV. <laughs> so you know what? There is flaws in all the franchises. Real Housewives of Potomac, we have people grabbing each other. Real Housewives of Atlanta, people are assaulting the crew and getting away with it. So don't get me started on politics, y'all. They're all a little bit flawed. Everyone has something to say about every freaking franchise. Real Housewives of New Jersey is coming up and uh, Danielle assaults Margaret, pulls her weave out. It's going to be really good. I'm going to be covering it all. Shaws of Sunset is going to be on. I'm really trying to get Tom 
Trump from Vanderpump Rules in here. I'm trying to get Reza in here. So make sure to tweet your favorite celebrity. Come on, it's Bravo, bitch. If you have friends that watch Bravo, say you should be watching It's Bravo, bitch, with Hollywood Leon because he gives all the tea. Thank you so much for watching. I will be here next Wednesday at 6 p.m. As always, you can follow me on my Instagram, at Hollywood Leon. Follow on Instagram the show as well. It's Bravo Bitch Podcast. As always, Betch is B E T C H. Betch. It's Bravo Betch. Nope, Michael's not gay just because he talks so freely. I never said he was gay. He just likes to grab butts. But if anything, he's at least a little bisexual. Bisexual. Bisexuality is making a comeback. It's one of the most ignored letters in the alphabet. We gotta bring it. We gotta make, gotta have some allies behind it, representing that B. I'm Hollywood Leon. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging with me this whole hour. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to leave a five star review, and I will shout you out next episode. Bye, after buzzers. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.